0: Hey everybody, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. Today we are discussing mid-love crisis from Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Sorry, I'm just excited about Movies and Mysteries. Me too. they just put out good movies before we get into that movie okay you can always find us outside of the podcast on tiktok on instagram on twitter we are at megan and wendy in all of those places and we are at megan and wendy at gmail.com too if you want to shoot us an email and if you want to join a community of like-minded hallmark movie fans hop into our exclusive facebook group girls gone hallmark it has been growing popping off like a weed. (laughs) (laughs) Megan sent me a text the other day and she's like, I've had to like let in 40 people today. And I was like, let's go. (sighs) Let's go. And then I just laugh when I see other groups have like thousands of people. Slow and steady. Just keep on keeping on. Yeah. Okay. Before we talk about Mid-love crisis. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Hallmark in general. I have Let's two things it. I'd like to say. Okay. One, I did something I never do when I was watching this movie. Looked for a spoiler. Watched the commercials. Oh. Not all of them. Okay. But I did watch, you know, typically the first commercial leading in to the break is a Hallmark movie preview. Mm-hmm. So I did watch a few of those. Got kind of excited I can't what's remember. Coming. Oh, they had a Christmas. They had a Christmas Commercial. Indeed, that's why I Erica was watching this. Am I right? Yes, I pay attention. Uh, Sometimes. There was also a little bit of preview for Autumn in the City, which I'm very excited about. Every time I see a commercial or a photo, I have those real fall New York vibes. I was watching very carefully. Like, there's a image of Amy Tegard hailing a cab. I'm like, are they in New York? There's no way. There's no way. We'll find out next week, but. At least they're giving the, making me feel like they're in the city. Give us one real fall movie. And if it's going to take place in New York, please let it take place in New York, is what you're trying to say. But Mm -hmm. I also saw a Balsam Hill commercial. Oh, did you? So it appears that product placement is strongly in our future. Okay. Well, what did, were we going through the the list of. It was in our Countdown to Christmas preview episode. You had wondered if we would get. A Balsam Hill collab. Was that just out of thin air? Or was there a list of... Of companies that they had, like, we were discussing all of the official Hallmark collaborations. I, uh, Balsam Hill does not have an an official Hallmark collaboration. For Mm. example, there's no like, this is the Hallmark Channel Christmas tree. Mm. They just have a paid partnership with the brand, and sometimes those partnerships are rather blatant Mm -hmm. in the movies. Look, I love to see it, I gotta say. I have a Balsam Hill tree. Do you? I think. I think they're real pricey, right? Very. We bought it at the end of season, so, like, we got a deal on yeah, it, yeah. but it's a nice tree. Well, I feel like faux trees have gotten much more expensive. We have one from Costco that we love very, very much. Mm-hmm. It's about nine years old. And when we bought it, I think it was $400, which seemed like a lot of money, mm. like a huge investment. That same tree now, I think, is $800 at oh Costco. Oh, my God. So every year when we plug it in, we go, please light up. Please yeah, light up. Yeah, nine years is a long time. Still kicking. It's Still kicking. There was one year, three or maybe longer than that, several years ago where one of the segments didn't light up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no. But someone who is handier than my husband and I, I'm actually pretty handy. I know. I know you are. You do a lot of the, like, hands-on work around here. Wait. I think you do. Uh, I, <laughs> That's not sarcasm. It's, uh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I know you do. <laughs> I don't do electricity. Yeah. So, anyway, a friend of ours came over and was like, oh, you need to do and fix it. So, every year we plug it in and hope that all the segments light up still looks great. One more... This is a this is a real loose connection here. Okay. I'd like to plug our Hallmark Channel bingo cards that you have created. That's right. Thank you. Uh, they are live on our website, MeganAndWendy.com. Wendy will leave a link to them in our show notes. And she even added some new cards I for this did. year. Do you like them? Yes. I changed them up the way they look, and I added some new like spaces. I put wowie zowie (gasps) nice and for those who don't know what a wowie zowie is I think it was born out of countdown to Christmas last year exactly and a wowie zowie is just a good looking lead man or woman yes so that's all it is That's all it is. It's almost like a free spot, really. We also have um, Instagram story templates that you can find Mm -hmm. on our Instagram at Megan and Wendy that you can use to play along with our Countdown to Christmas movies. So check those out. Um, If I can add my loosely related Hallmark news here. Yeah. I've been watching Dancing with the Stars. Okay. And one former Hallmark Mm -hmm. movie actor is a contestant. Mm -hmm. His name is Trevor Donovan. Mm -hmm. And I really don't care for him <laughs> prior to this or since watching this No. Uh, okay so he was in a movie that we liked a couple of years ago right ish maybe not I don't know I'm not sure I've ever seen Trevor Don. yes we have he was a skier in this movie oh yeah 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 Two memory of a goldfish these two yes that's what this podcast should be called <laughs> he's so pretty though Two for the win. I knew it was two, two for the win. I didn't hate that movie. I remember, like, right, somewhat right. enjoying it. And anyway, um, he's an okay dancer. Okay. He's not great. He's certainly middle of the pack, but he's just a weird bird. Can you quantify that? Why he's weird? Yeah. He just makes a weird facial like expressions okay like when the judges are talking to him and then in monday night's episode you know they do like these pre-packaged type interviews where like you know when they're practicing or whatever they show them like before they go out on stage to dance and he's with his dance partner and he's i don't even remember what they're talking about but he goes one time when i was on 90210 and i'm like this is where you're pulling from dude like (laughs) The people who are watching Dancing with the Stars know you from Hallmark, don't you think? Oh, 100%. So anyway, like he pulls out this 90210 reference and his partner's like, okay, great. And then went off to what they were doing and it just was so funny. I was like, he's so trying to get so far away from Hallmark, I feel like. But he's still making movies over for that other channel, right? Great American Family. Yeah, I'm curious to see if he's he has an exclusive deal over there. Is that I'm correct, right? Yes. So but we don't know what's they're airing this year or have we not even looked? Here's the deal. They have released a lineup. If you go to Megan and we've discussed the lifetime movies that we have information about to this point. We've discussed the Up T V holiday lineup. I'm gonna be honest. This isn't a, oh, they're a Hallmark competitor. This is, I fully believe that Great American Family, formerly Great American Country, is a channel that was built on hate and weaponizes mm-hmm. the term family-friendly, and I'm not interested in promoting their movies or watching their movies at all. We're not Hallmark exclusive. Right. That's just my feeling about that. No, I agree. So don't be looking to our website if you're looking for a Trevor Donovan movie. Traffic be damned. Hey. All those... Ad revenue clicks, sorry. Yeah. Trevor Donovan will be starring in Reagan, which comes out this year, a drama based on the life of Ronald Reagan Haley, playing Secret Service agent John Barletta. Anyway, final thought is he's just a weird bird. I am tempted to watch. I, I actually like Dancing with the Stars, I just get behind every season. God, I love it. I don't, Monday nights is just the best for me. And it's on it's Disney a- Plus now, so it streams live. That's so interesting to me. Is that the only show on Disney Plus that does that? Yes. So it's appointment television. It like a, at in prime time. Yes, and there's no commercials either, which is crazy. It's still a two hour show with, with no, no commercials. commercials. So they have these little like kind of like breaks in between. Like for example, they were doing the Charleston dance last night, and they had like pro come up. Like two pros would be dancing and then Derek Huff, who's like mm-hmm. one of the judges, would explain what they're looking for in the dance and stuff, uh, which is actually really cool if you're super interested in that stuff. Um, yeah, but no commercials. Oh, that's nice because Disney Plus is going to a commercial model soon where their pricing is uh, going what? to change. So you will pay extra for commercial free uh, programming, which doesn't really surprise me. Moving on. Yeah. Let's start with the synopsis of Mid Love Crisis. All right. This is a short one. There were a couple different okay. all over the internet. Here's a short one. On the eve of turning 50, a woman finds herself doing the most unexpected thing, rekindling a romance that ended 30 years ago. Okay. Yeah. It's not great, right? right? Not great. No, I agree. I was doing a, my own version of a synopsis earlier. She, has like, she gets in her mojo. Get in the zone. The zone. That's <laughs> the word I was looking for, where she's like, summarizing the movie for me not that i didn't watch it i watched it but i needed a refresher terry hatcher plays mindy first of all let's talk about the name we'll come back to it mindy is on the eve of her 50th birthday she is freaking out by the way terry hatcher 57 let her be on the eve of her 57th birthday please and thank you Mm -hmm. she in the middle of a panic because her car won't start, runs in to someone who turns out to be her old high school boyfriend and come to find out he is also the uncle of her daughter's current girlfriend who have come home for the weekend and they're going to propose. Minnie does not like this because she is... Only 23 years old. And she feels like they are too young. And Mindy's marriage ended after 22 very long years. That's a very successful relationship. But Mindy's like, no, you will not get married. And I am going to ruin this moment for you. Mindy's ex-husband, Mark, comes back into the picture. Mark's a real dick. (laughs) realizes that now that somebody else likes Mindy and now that the woman he left Mindy for is no longer interested in him, all of a sudden Mindy's looking kind of good. Remind me about the 9010 principle when we're done with this. Okay. Mindy is falling for Sam. Mark is trying to get Mindy back. Mark kisses Mindy. Sam gets real butthurt over the fact that Mark kisses Mindy and is Mark's like, Oh, did you think you could give her what you needed? And Sam's like, well, I guess I didn't. And then Sam runs away and goes back home. Meanwhile Mindy's daughter decides, hey, maybe I'll propose at your birthday party that you don't even want to have, which what is even happening here, I don't understand. Like, don't propose at someone else's big event. No. Anyway, Mindy's like, great. I don't want to party anyway. Let's make it about you. She calls and leaves Sam a really long voicemail saying like, I'm sorry. I don't actually remember what she says, but something like, I'm sorry. And please come back. She's having this beautiful birthday party. It starts raining and Sam comes back. They kiss. There's fireworks. Why always with the fireworks? When it's raining. Yes. Yes. Those would have been canceled. Come on. And there's a double proposal. Yeah. That was cute. That was cute. Okay. Let's talk about this movie. Okay. First of all, I take very big issue with the fact that there is no IMDb page for this movie. Which is really weird. Somebody's not doing their job. Uh -uh. Some intern is not working today because they have not added this to IMDb. We do know that this movie was filmed in and around Vancouver, British Columbia, from mid-July to early August 2022 Mm -hmm. this was directed by Terry Ingram who most recently directed Three Wise Men and a Baby which is coming out in Countdown to Christmas probably the top movie I want to see. Yes. This person also did the Wedding Veil series, Tons of Chesapeake Shores, which I'm still watching and loving. There's over 80 directing credits. I saw that in the opening credits, and it gave me high hopes for this movie. Me too. Me too. I know when I saw it, I was like, oh, like I got a little excited. This movie is written by Joa Botkin. And can I just tell you that we went the extra mile for you this morning, friends? We saw the name of the writer, and Wendy said, how do you think you pronounce that? And what did I do? I hunted down a podcast episode where this lovely woman was interviewed, and in fact, I guessed prior that it was joie. You did. I thought it was Joey. And, in fact, it is the French pronunciation. Joie. Yeah. What did you say? Joie de vie? I can't, I've never (laughs) taken French. I I think (laughs) it means, like, I don't want to. The joy of life. (laughs) I just thought it meant joy, and I was right. She says it, I like, go, isn't that a perfume? I thought it was that perfume that um, that Char- Charlize Theron... <laughs> oh my god, now we're really... Charlize Theron... <laughs> I can picture the commercials, Where but I don't like know what it's called. walking down the runway and she's got a gold dress or she's painted in gold or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can picture it. What's that perfume called? Well, I don't know. It's Joie something. Charlize Theron <laughs> perfume. It's J'adore. <laughs> Close. Close. J'adore. <laughs> <The> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Joie Botkin is a prolific writer. She's written a number of TV movies, including... Beverly Hills Wedding, Cranberry Christmas, and The Christmas Contest recently. Yes, and you know what's coming up next for her? Maple Valley Christmas with Mr. Andrew Walker. Yeah, that's exciting. That's one of those movies that's on the top of my list too to watch. Easily. Easily. Uh, we would like to correct... a. Uh- Mistake that we made previously where we said this movie starred Terry Hatcher and uh, James Denton. It does not. (laughs) (laughs) Stars Terry Hatcher and James Tupper. I'm telling you, though, those two actors look alike, too. Well, and in all fairness, James Denton was in perfect harmony. Oh, yeah. So you think you just saw like a commercial or an ad for it and then James Denton stuck in your mind? Or do you think because Terry Hatcher has done a lot of work with James Denton? I actually think you said Terry Hatcher and James Denton are in oh another my, movie together. Blame it on me, and then I just was like, well, okay, and then repeated it. Oh, Guys, that's not nice. So you're blaming it on me that I didn't give you the right information. Okay, I didn't All fact right. check. All right, I think that's what happened. Okay. <laughs> you said I'm really excited about this movie with Terry Hatcher and James Denton because we talk about how much we want old people in movies. <laughs> oh my God! I do not think that was the words that came it out of my mouth. It wasn't. It wasn't. We'll get to the we'll get to the the age of it all. Oh my goodness. Um, but I will say James Tupper mm-hmm. in this movie also started my Christmas family tree last year. One of the movies I really liked last year. Yeah. That's a movie I would watch again this year. I would, too. Yeah. It was sweet. It was sweet. What was your first impression of this movie? Oh, my gosh. I did not write one down. Hold on. Okay. This was my first impression. When I started watching the movie the other night, I texted you, and I said, "Um, I feel personally offended that Terry Hatcher is trying to pull being 49 in this movie when she is 57 in real life. Indeed. I feel personally offended because I am 47 years old. Yes. And... I think I look better than Terry Hatcher. <laughs> well, she's 10 years older than you. Terry Hatcher looks great. That's not the issue yes, for me. Yes, that's not the issue. Yes. The issue is why did she have to play a younger woman? I don't know. It bothers me so much. Now, James Denton is also James Denton. James Tupper <laughs> is also 57 years old, which I was happy Five, about. Seven? Yes. Oh, wow so that actually made me happy that they weren't pairing her with a younger man Mm -hmm. that they are peers in the movie and that they are actually the same age uh i know 50 is a nice milestone birthday sure make her 55 right throw it in be like i can't believe i'm turning 57 what is 57 nothing exciting happens and you're 57 like they could have taken that i know i know and i want to be very clear I don't think there's anything wrong with aging. Aging's great. No, it's fine. And I'm not age shaming. No. Let it be known. I don't think you are either. Um, My first impression is there were way too many nods to the youths in this movie. Oh, a lot of like the writing, right? The little slips with the like. Yeah, and most of them are like a little bit too late. Late. Would you like me to do a a rundown of the pop culture, both dated and current? Yes. I'm feeling Gilmore guys here right now. Oh my gosh. As I said that, I thought, what was that? What did they call that? Give the backstory on that. I can't remember what it was called. Pop culture. Pop goes the culture. Yes. That's what it was called. Gilmore guys was a podcast where they watched and recapped every episode of the TV show, the Gilmore girls. And in one segment of the show they would do called pop goes the culture. They would discuss all of the pop culture references made in that episode. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because as I said that I was having that memory of Mm -hmm. that show. Interesting. Okay. I don't know if this one applies, but I'm going to put it in here. Mindy shades arita's job as a content marketer oh yeah 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 yeah. like that's a fully legitimate job in the year 2022 totally um they talk about van life running a van and living in a van and working remotely but that's not that's not dated that's current mm-hmm. but that's like a thing that is happening mm-hmm. very much a tiktok trend mindy singing's. Ins- <laughs> yeah. sings yeah. i'm bringing muffins back yeah in the most cringeworthy moment of the movie okay hold it there for a second i did laugh out loud as did i when she said it but then when she's they keep going i'm bringing muffins back yeah i was a little bit embarrassed yeah Yeah, i was like stop doing that yeah yeah Yeah. and then they kept going Mm -hmm. they took it a little too far Mm -hmm. also is there not a single more recent song not written by a total trash bag that we could have (laughs) referenced just saying burning man yeah i mean that's very current like that just happened but I feel like that's a punchline for a lot of things. Don't you hear a lot of Bernie Man jokes? I do. And it's funny because it did just end mm-hmm. and I watched a lot of TikTok about it. Oh, did you? It looks like the most miserable experience of my life. I've never It's very interesting. Like there's no money involved. Like you can't pay for anything. Everything's done on like a trade barter system. Nope. No, thank you. <sighs> do you have to sleep outside? No, some people bring campers, some people nope. bring tents, but it's nope. so dusty that apparently even if you bring like a camper, you have to like seal all of the windows with duct tape or your camper will be completely filled with sand and dust. Where it's does like this take place? Somewhere in the desert. In California? I think I think so. I, I don't know. And then afterwards they have teams of volunteers who like- Clean up everybody's crap? Yeah, who like walk for days and days just like picking up, picking up, picking up. It's a whole thing. Anyway, it looks miserable, but T, if you enjoy Burning Man, I think you should go. You the listener. Wendy's never going to Burning Man. Never. Anyway, there were a lot of moments like that where Mindy would say something and her mom would repeat it back to her, like Mm -hmm. trying to be cool. And like, I have this in my did you see that? But does anyone say cray cray anymore? I don't think so. Because the daughter goes so cray cray. Yeah, no, I don't I want to ask you about the name Mindy you referenced earlier. I don't think it. Is it the name of a 50-year-old woman? Is that the era when they were Mindy's? I don't have an issue with a Mindy name. That's my only question. My best friend in high school was named Mindy. Okay. So we would be 47. She is. So it is. Past, but um, yeah. So I don't know. it is. Yeah, I guess. Okay. I mean, Mindy was not her birth name. It was a nickname for Melinda, but. Sure. I, okay. There was one really funny joke in this that I did think was funny, and I'm only going to slide it in here, is they were talking about high school with with the younger girls, and they are like, oh, did he drive a hot rod or whatever? And she's like, thanks for putting us in the 50s. Yeah, and I yeah. thought that was very funny because they would have been in high school in 1992. Yeah. I'll talk a little bit about that in a bit. Well, they also... She's like, yeah, we're gonna play music from the eighties and nineties, you know, like doo-wop music. <laughs> oh my God, That's so funny. <laughs> okay, what else do we like about this movie? I am happy that there was a midlife movie. Yeah, I think it is probably somewhat relatable for a lot of Hallmark viewers. Yeah, I still want more movies like this, though, mm-hmm. especially where the lead female doesn't have a reconnection with an old boyfriend. You can still find love without going back to your high yes, school boyfriend. Exactly. You don't have to find someone who loved you when you were young and hot. Right. <laughs> right. Just give me something that's like midlife, like r- real. Like, mm-hmm. well, they did try to say, like, she was on the apps or she wasn't technically on the apps, but her friend was telling her, like, you should be on the dating apps, right? Well, like, give me a movie where there is a midlife woman. Who's looking for love? And how do you do that in the year 2022? I think people do it on apps. Yeah, and it's not just your old high school boyfriend coming to town and he happens to be the uncle of your daughter's girlfriend. And now you're going to be in a family together. So, oh, might as well get together. Yeah, it's just, uh, just give me more midlife movies that are relatable. Thank you. On that same track, I liked that we had a same sex couple and it was not a thing. It wasn't like, here's me dealing with my daughter who also has a girlfriend. It Mm -hmm. was just, my daughter has a girlfriend, and let's normalize this in our Hallmark movies. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that there was a lot of girl-on-girl kissing in this movie. Yes. Not that I'm uncomfortable with it. I didn't care one bit. But I'm wondering if that's why it was on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Oh, you think? Uh, I don't know. I think it might have been too much for... Oh, you think Hallmark Movies and Mysteries is the more progressive of the two channels? I think it's the more edgier, yes. Interesting. Yes, I do. Hey, I loved when Mark brings Mindy flowers and she goes, oh, Carnation's your favorite. That was funny. (laughs) That was There were some good zingers in there. There (laughs) really were. Because Mark was a freaking dope. He was. And I just thought, man, can you relate to knowing that person who buys you gifts that they love? Yeah. (laughs) I really enjoy James Tupper, not Denton. Uh, I couldn't tell you one thing that he's been in before. I know his name, mm-hmm. but I don't know what he was in. So and his I, face is familiar. And his face. He was in Big Little Lies, A Million Little Things. Those names of those two <laughs> shows sound so familiar. What's What else did you say he was in? Something. A Christmas Family Tree. Oh, right. A Christmas Family Tree from last year. And it wasn't until today when I was doing some research on him that he was formally married, I think, to and heish yeah that blew my mind yeah and there's this whole like if you guys want to google it there's this whole like estate situation that he is involved in yeah sounds kind of ugly and then i was wondering like oh i wonder if that means he'll be working less because he's fighting than that or is he going to be working more right yeah so anyway i loved when they get engaged and mindy says oh now i have two daughters yeah that was sweet I liked her relationship with Emily, that they developed a relationship. She knew Emily's mom, and there were just a lot of sweet moments of them having a conversation together. And I liked that they were building that relationship mm-hmm. throughout the movie. What nothing? What? <laughs> no, no. I'm not gonna add anything there because I was like, yeah, like that happens in real life. I mean, she was staying in the house. I know, but like, you don't really build a relationship like that with your like in laws. Not. Wouldn't that be ideal, though? Ideal. I was when thinking, like, your daughter you better... brings someone home, aren't you going to want to, like, be the cool mother-in-law who's, like, lovely and wonderful to them? I would try. I'm going to be the cool mother-in-law. Okay. Next up, what did you wish for? Well... Eh. I don't have a lot here. I just think in the beginning of this movie, Mindy really needed to unclench. Like, she talks about, like, "Oh, all the saturated fat in that. And I was like, mm. it's not 1996. Who's mm-hmm. talking about saturated fat anymore? Yeah, totally. I just thought she was so uptight mm-hmm. and needed to chill mm-hmm. out. And she does. Eventually. I mean, she quits her job. Which came out of nowhere. Like, I feel like she got guilted into quitting that job it was so weird because as far as i could tell there wasn't something else that she wanted to do Mm -hmm. she had once upon a time wanted to be a doctor it didn't seem like she was going to go back to that now at 50 not 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 saying that she can't of course but but i didn't get that sense from her and so i didn't get this feeling that oh there was something else that she really wanted and now she was going to have time for and also she's 50 she clearly says like she's not able to retire and now you're leaving all that sweet sweet teacher retirement money you got to max out those years she must be getting some sweet sweet um alimony alimony from Mark yeah hey he, he is he's the doctor, a doctor <laughs> right right <laughs> um i did not think it was necessary for the ex-husband to come back around mm-hmm. like sure he's going to come because like his daughter is getting engaged and blah 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 all that stuff whatever but like he didn't like they had been divorced he left her yeah f- for somebody else right Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. like it just was like not necessary and he was just uh, compared to james tupper yeah i was like what nope and i don't think it does what they want it to do because at no point was i rooting for the ex-husband at no point did i feel like he was an actual threat Mm -hmm. here's my last thing i wished for i wished for some 90s music and let me, let me explain it here. My husband is 49 years old. Uh-huh. So he graduated high school in 1991. Uh-huh. And I just thought like, couldn't they have like put some like boys to men in or color me bad or something just to like give those nineties vibes at her party or yes at her party. And by the way, I looked up the hits of 1991. I don't hate it. I think I need to find a Spotify. Playlist. Oh, cause I was like, Oh yeah. I remember that song. I like that song. I just wish that, like, there could have been some budget to make it a little more, I don't know. A little bit of a nod to the the fellow approaching 50 crowd. Yes, mm-hmm. because wouldn't that just feel relatable? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I... I'm going to put this here. I didn't think Mindy was super off base for hoping her 23-year-old daughter doesn't get married. Too young? Yeah. How old were you? oh, a baby. I was 25. Yeah, me too. But as I was watching, I I don't think there's anything to be gained from saying like, I don't think you should get married. It's too late. Her daughter's made this decision. Now you have a choice. You can be supportive and be in her life and be the mom that she wants you to be, mm-hmm. or you can be crappy about it and damage your relationship with her. Mm-hmm. And I I was, we talked about this, you know, on a recent episode we did about parenting and about how like I feel like I'm trying to shove my kids full of all the lessons yeah. I want them to learn now because at some point it's not going to be my call anymore and mm-hmm. I'm just going to have to trust them to make their own decisions. And I was really thinking about that. This is the moment you just have to trust her and you have to be there for her because she's not going to go, you know what, mom? You're right. Never. I won't get married. (laughs) Never. (laughs) So this comes down to those like being the good mother-in-law moments, right? Do you want to be the mother-in-law who's not supporting the marriage because she thinks you're too young? Or the mother-in-law who's like, I'm going to love you and support your choices and help you when you ask. Earlier you mentioned the 90-10 principle. Uh, Let's go back to that real quick. I saw on Twitter someone was saying... Essentially, the point was like men tend to focus on the qualities that their partners don't have when they're unhappy. So they may be with someone who ticks 90% of their boxes, but they're really focused on that 10%. And when men leave a relationship, it's because they found someone who meets that 10%, but not the other 90 necessarily. Mm-hmm. And then they realize after a relatively short or long period of time, like, oh, shit. I actually had something that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking in this moment as Mark comes back to Mindy and after he had left her for whatever reason and he was in a relationship that didn't work out and he's like, oh, I actually did have something great. It reminded me of that. Mm. That's interesting. Is that scientific? Well, I don't think so. But I, it, <laughs> it, what is interesting is men, I think probably statistically – but I'm not going to look up the statistics. Typically leave a relationship when they have another relationship to go to. Uh-huh. As my mother likes to say, men don't jump ship without a life raft. Mm-hmm. But women will leave a relationship simply when they're unhappy. They don't need something else lined up, right? And so men are jumping ship for that 10% life raft. So, I totally agree with all of that, and I'm trying to apply it to, like, in the news recently, Adam Levine has been, like, uh, criticized yes. for DMing other women when he is married to a beautiful Victoria's Secret model and has three beautiful children and w- whatever. Yes. What 10% is he looking for? Well, exactly. I know. It's just crazy. Uh, did we talk about Did you see that? Mm-mm, mm-mm. No. I got nothing. Got nothing for that. My one observation was, does anyone say cray-cray anymore? My number two observation is, where did the sun come from? It is pouring down rain. And Dad goes, I've got a solution. And then in the next scene, they're all still in the same clothes. It's sunny, and they're on a boat. And he goes, just goes to show you can't trust the weather forecast. Here's why that doesn't make sense. Mm. The whole reason they were upset about the rain is because Rita had planned to propose to Emily, I believe, on a hot air balloon ride. And the hot air balloons don't fly when it's raining, but if it is... Now sunny, why couldn't they just go on their hot air balloon ride? Right? If they the got weather canceled, I don't know. I know there just was a little <laughs> bit like pouring down rain. You're sad, looking through the window, and Dad has a solution. And all of a sudden, it's sunny. Yeah, that's all I have. And we talked about the fireworks already. When it's raining at her birthday, why is our fireworks? We talked about it. Also, this dude, fireworks are very expensive. Oh yeah, like. You don't usually typically have like fireworks for a birthday party unless you're a bazillionaire. I mean, have you ever been to a birthday party with fireworks? Never. Not in my 47 years have I ever been to a... No. No. My parents live near the beach and every year there's like talk of like one of the local million billionaires who like hires a barge and does fireworks in the ocean. But it's always someone with like You know, FU money. Yeah. He's like, I can literally light that on fire. Well, it's it's not it's not Mindy, the school teacher, or whoever threw the party for her. Or Sam, the construction worker. Yeah. No (laughs) No shade to construction workers. I don't have FU firework money either. (laughs) Neither. Okay. What did you rate this movie? I gave it three stars. Oh, I gave it 3.75 stars. What? I liked it. It was just okay to me. Oh, I like, liked it. I, I wanted more from it. Next week, we are back with our final fall into love movie which is autumn in the city starring amy teagarden i am quite looking forward to that i am hoping not to be disappointed mm-hmm. because the week after that we dive headfirst into countdown to christmas yeah, no, and so wendy's still so excited i and am i, I, am I excited. really am so nervous for the moment that she's like uh, uh, uh. <laughs> well, we should well, let's do this let's let's oh maybe we should do it in the facebook group but we should predict like give a prediction of like when wendy wants to tap out yes and here's <laughs> what's funny is uh i believe you've maybe been including this in our show notes the schedule of the movies yes, that we I plan to review and we have a couple of weeks that are to be determined and we put up a poll in our facebook group but there's many weeks where we have multiple movies that we're reviewing and every time the option to review multiple movies comes up often it's your idea i know i know and you're I know. on board and Wendy has in the past told me that I'm a pessimist, and my husband has called me a pessimist. I am not. I am a realist. Uh-huh. I see this train coming down the tracks, and I know there's going to be a weekend. You're like, why? Why did we commit to two movies? I know. Or well, four. I'm, I know. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, when I was watching this movie, and they were showing that preview for the Erica Durant. Durant's whatever her name is movie I was like oh that's not on our list to watch oh no and then I was like but I'll watch it anyway and then I was like will you though <laughs> so, I don't I don't know what's happening look I'm so excited that you're excited like I said I see it coming <laughs> you'd like to make a prediction join our facebook group girls con hallmark if you'd like to support the podcast there's a really easy and free way to do that and that's by leaving us a five-star rating and a review in either the apple podcast or the spotify app have a great week everybody goodbye bye